Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. So today I wanted to talk to you guys about really valuing and appreciating all of the amazing things that you already have in your life. It's easy for us to really get bogged down by all of the negative things that happen. And believe me, for me, 2020 has been the most challenging year so far, I think, of my entire life. It would be easy for me to look at all of the horrible things that have happened and just say, okay, I'm just going to go to bed, I'm going to put the covers over my head, and I'm not going to get back up again. It would be easy to do that and just give up. But I know that that is not going to help me in any way. And I can't just make myself disappear. I have to actually face my problems. So what I really wanted to talk to you about today was learning how to appreciate all of the things you actually have in your life, including your loved ones. This weekend, we were able to pull off a huge surprise for my mom. We organized a drive-by parade for her and somehow managed to keep it a secret and she didn't know anything about it. And we couldn't really put it out there to everyone because she's on Facebook. So we sort of had to figure out a way to do it so that she didn't see it. We had to end up making an event and then of course trying to invite people to the event. And we couldn't invite everybody, but we invited as many people as we could, you know, and we thought, well, we'll just, you know, hopefully this will just be something that cheers her up and makes her feel good. And we had probably 40 cars show up. And my son was leading them, and, you know, he had to trick my mom to get her to come outside and, and, you know, be out there for the parade. And, of course, she cannot stand for long periods of time. She's very weak right now, so we had to have a, a chair out there waiting in the driveway. So we had to have a way to get her out there. So he texted her and said, hey, Nana, I'm coming by with a surprise. You might want to wear your wig. And my mom's like, what is he bringing by? What is going on? You know, she still had no idea. And even as he drove by, she still had no idea what was going on until people started honking and they had signs and balloons and flowers. And of course, immediately she just broke down and started weeping and just saying how just amazed she was at all of the love and support that people were showing her. And she has said that many times throughout this whole battle. You know, I just can't believe how amazing people are being and how supportive and how much love they have for me. And I just keep thinking to myself, like, we shouldn't have to be on death's doorstep or going through something in order for us to realize how important we are and how loved we are. And yet, that is what always seems to happen. It's like, we don't tell people what they mean to us until it's too late. And so that's one of the reasons why I wanted to do this podcast today is because I kept hearing her say, I can't believe how how much I'm loved and all the support people are giving me and showing for me. And I thought, you know, I've known all of this. Like People always come up to me and say, you know, oh, I just love your mom. And they always have positive things to say. But I guess people rarely come up to your face and say that. And it's funny because I found out things about me too. 
through this whole thing because I have people that I worked with who sent my mom cards and in the cards said things like, I just love your daughter. She's so sweet and awesome and you know, just different things. And it was great to hear. And also I had no idea these people felt that way either. And, you know, you think we should be able to tell each other that we really care and that we appreciate people and not have to wait until a tragedy happens, you know? So I wanted to talk to you guys today about making an effort in your life to show those that you care about that you care. And you know, a lot of people will think, well, you have to make some sort of huge grand gesture in order for people to know you care about them. But that's not true. For most of us, we know people care through the little things they do for us every single day. You know, when you think about the people that you really love and care about in your life, how do they show you every day that they care? For me, my daughter lately, and we've had, you know, we've had some issues lately with her going back to school of just wanting to spread her wings and be on her own. And, and it's been kind of a little bit of an adjustment. But lately, she texts me every day, I love you, or just will randomly text a heart or, you know, something like that. And it's little things like that that just melt my heart. And I know, oh my gosh, okay, well, she thought about me and she took time out to say something. And so it's those kinds of things that people do for us that makes us understand and know that we're appreciated. So how hard would it be to take a minute out of your day to text somebody and just say, hey, how are you doing? I was thinking about you. I hope you're doing well. You know, something like that were to drop a card in the mail for someone. These are things that really don't take that much time, yet we never seem to think to do them. I mean, there are people who are just that thoughtful and they do those kinds of things all the time. But for most of us, our life gets so busy and we just spend all of our time focused on, I have to get to this next thing, I have to do the next thing. And then we don't think about those little things. And they make such a huge difference. They may not take a lot of effort, but the impact that they have is lasting. And it's huge for a lot of people. You know, I was thinking about my grandmother, too. You know, they told us a few weeks ago that they thought that she was dying because she stopped eating. And this was after she had fallen. And they haven't been letting visitors at all in the nursing home. And honestly, it's such a tragedy, and I understand why they have to do it. But so many of our elderly right now are just dying because they give up, because they haven't had any family come and see them, and so there's no real human contact besides the contact they have with those who care for them, and that's not the same thing. So they let us go see her, and I mean, the day after they let us go see her, she perked right up, and she got better. So then they ask us, you know, what do you want to do? Because we're closing visitation back down. But if you put her on hospice, then people can still come and see her. And so we made the decision to put her on hospice. Because she can be on it for years. And she's going to get better care. Because they check in on her at least 
three times a week or more just to see if she's getting the meds she needs. And I mean, the first day they came in with hospice and they are like, she kept getting bladder infections because she's not even able to stand up anymore to walk to the bathroom. And that's just happened since we've stopped going to see her. And so she just sits in, you know, her adult diaper all day and doesn't get changed as much as she should. So the bladder infection is just constant. It just doesn't go away. So that was the first thing hospice came in and they're like, we cannot even believe these bladder infections. We're doing something about that. So they started giving her medication for that and, you know, treating that. And then they said, okay, well, she has trouble sleeping at night. We're giving her something for that. So they've been making her very comfortable. And then they've also told us, well, since she's on hospice, you guys can come and see her whenever. And they opened up visitation again for the general public for outside. But you have to be sitting really far away. And you can't really, like, you're not supposed to touch the patient. But since she's on hospice, they were like, it's okay, you know. So we were able to get up close. We didn't have to wear a mask or anything like that. And... uh you can just see the difference when she first comes out there and then when she realizes that her family is out there with her. It makes a huge difference. And I bring this up because when I talk about you doing little things for someone else, it might not mean that much for you, but it means the world for that other person. As humans, we need interaction. We need contact. We need to be around other humans. It's just a part of nature. It's who we are. And so when people are isolated like that, it's really, really hard on us. And that's why I think for a lot of people, this pandemic has been so difficult because you feel even more isolated than you normally are. And this has been a difficult time anyway. And I find myself being really, like, really discouraged and overwhelmed and emotionally drained lately just because of everything that's happening and my mom is in the last, she has three more chemo treatments, so she's in the last round, which is good. But this last round has been particularly hard on her, and she has a hard time, she can't walk by herself without someone being there to help hold her steady and lead her. And now, just this has been just in the past week or so, she can't bathe herself or take a bath because she can't get in and out of the bathtub or the shower by herself. So I've had to start helping her do that. And the sad thing is that it's really tough to watch a parent, you know, the one who took care of you. It's difficult to watch that role be reversed and to then be the one responsible for caring. And we're lucky in that we know this is only temporary because once they do the surgery and they remove the cancer, she should be better. You know, it may take her a while to get her strength back up again, but she's going to return to her normal health. So I think about what it was like for my mom, who also had to do these things for her mom, and it took a toll. And part of me really wonders if that wasn't why she got sick in the first place is because she was trying to do too much, try to be there for my grandma, and it was difficult for her. But the sad thing is in helping her out and, you know, having to help her 
get dressed and things like that. She just kept saying, I'm so sorry, you have to do this for me. And I like that broke my heart like completely in about a zillion pieces because I'm thinking to myself, why would she be apologizing for that? You know, and I said to her, I said, why are you apologizing? Like I would do whatever I needed to do to help you. And I know that you would do the same thing if the situation were reversed. In fact, you have done this for me when I was little. So it's hard to really have to watch her go through that and really hard to watch and hear her apologize for having to have somebody help her. And so it's really those kinds of things that make me want to show her, like, look, we love and care about you. We would do anything for you. You don't have to apologize. So that's why I think it's so important for us to really convey to people while we can what they really mean to us because we take that for granted so many times. We just assume that everybody's gonna be healthy and everyone's gonna be there and we're always gonna have the time and the truth is that that's not always the case. Anything can happen, you know, your life can change in a day. And that's pretty much what happened with my mom. You know, it started with her just not feeling well and then going to the doctor and then getting the diagnosis. It changed everything in just a short amount of time. I was thinking about that the other day. I was thinking about how it it didn't seem like it was that long ago that we were sitting at the table listening to her say that her doctor wanted to go wanted her to go get a scan that day. And me trying to stay positive, telling her like it's gonna be fine, it's nothing, I'm sure it's nothing. And her coming back and crying and telling us all that it's something. It's a scary thing. And I think that just she knowing that we were all there for her and surrounding her has made a world of difference. And anyone who's ever had to care for anyone who's gone through any kind of disease, illness, you know what that's like. That's why it is so super important for us to really appreciate the people we have in our lives while we still have them here. Because tomorrow is never guaranteed. And I'm not saying that to bring you down. But I'm saying, why don't we start treating people in our lives better? Like, we really need to do that. We need to take time to be kinder, to show people that, hey, I really do care about you. I read something one time on Facebook, and it was talking about, why are you... Why are you busting your butt for this job that you're doing when you know that if you would quit tomorrow, they would replace you in a heartbeat and it would be like you were never there? And I thought about that and I thought, oh my gosh, you know, I mean, really kind of somewhat true. That is true. You know, I mean, you spend so much time working at a job and you leave, it leaves an impression on you for sure because you spent all of your time devoted to it. But yet, if you left, you know, they would probably replace you and never really look back. So it's like we're spending our time focusing on the wrong thing is what I'm trying to get at. We're spending all of our time focusing on work and different things like that when really we should be focusing on our loved ones, our friends, our family, Because those are the people that when you leave an impression on them, they don't just turn around and replace you, you know? 
those are the people that when you're long gone will remember what you said or how you made them feel. And so it's important for us to really decide what is important to us. Is it our job? Is that where we want to be spending all of our time? Or is it with our family and our loved ones? Where is our time most well spent? And personally for me, I think it's with our loved ones because at the end of the day, when you retire, your business isn't going to be like, oh my gosh, this person left, we can't go on anymore. But when you leave your family, when you move on from this life, your family members will continue to remember you and to honor you. And so how do you want them to remember you? As somebody who was too busy and never had time for them? Or as someone who was thoughtful, took time out just to see how they were, to do kind things for them? What do you want them to remember you for? And I think we have to be really appreciative, too, for who we have in our lives. I know sometimes it's not easy because we get put into families where we have dynamics that are toxic, and that's difficult. But in those situations, a lot of times we make our own family. Family isn't necessarily your biological family. Family can be people that you come to know as your soul family. I know for me, I have a group of friends that they are family, more family than some of my own family. And it's an amazing bond and friendship. And those are the people that would be there in a heartbeat and have been there in a heartbeat through all of this stuff that's happening. So we need to make sure that we're nurturing our friendships and taking time out to really be appreciative of them and so that they know how we truly feel about them. It's important. You know how you would want to feel if the shoe were on the other foot. You'd want to know that your family loved and cherished you. And I just, again, keep thinking back to my mom who just was so surprised that people loved her that much or cared about her that much. It shouldn't take that to know that. Everyone should have the chance to be able to feel special and feel like they matter to somebody. And it's our jobs to do that. We shouldn't wait until there's a health crisis or you know, they're in financial burden, whatever. We don't have to wait for that. We can do little things every day to show the people we love and care about that we love and care about them. And again, most of the things don't take too much effort, whether it's picking up the phone to call, sending a text, sending a card, bringing over a home-baked dish, you know, like bringing dessert, whatever it is. And, And in some small way, there's something that you can do to help show people around you that you care. And you don't have to go all overboard and, you know, wear yourself out and be drained. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying maybe, like, each day pick one person to show them, hey, you matter. I care about you. Because I tell you what, you all matter to me. I absolutely love being able to be a part of your day and be a part of your soul family and I truly feel like we are so take the time out to show people you care and that even includes yourself do kind things for you and show yourself that you appreciate yourself by doing 
things for yourself that make you feel good, like going to get a massage or going to get your hair done or your nails done or going to work out in the gym or buying the outfit that you've had your eye on, doing something that tells yourself, yes, you deserve happiness and you're going to make sure that you experience it because we are in charge of our own happiness sometimes. All right, guys. Well, I wanted to pull a card for you today. So I pulled a card from the Heart Thoughts deck by Louise Hay and actually pulled a couple. The first one is I am perfect exactly as I am. I am perfect as I am right here and right now. I am enough. I am me with I am sorry, I am one with all of life. So I love this card, and those are some great affirmations for you to tell yourself every day. I am perfect as I am. I am enough. I am one with all of life. I love that. All right, so that was your first card. And your second card that I pulled for you is, It is only a thought, and a thought can be changed. My thoughts and words will create my future. My thoughts form the experiences of tomorrow, next week, next month, and next year. And that is so true. Your thoughts really do become your reality. So you need to choose your thoughts wisely. What you choose to focus on is what will grow. So if you're focused on the negative thoughts, it's going to pick up even more momentum and you're going to see more and more negative things coming in for you. That is why it is so super important for you to mind your mind, pay attention to what you're thinking. And if those thoughts are not in alignment with positive and awesome things that you want to see in your life, then it's time to change them. So start replacing those negative thoughts with positive ones that will help you to shape your reality because we really, really do shape our reality with our thoughts. All right, guys. Well, I want to thank you so much for being here with me today. As always, if you like this podcast, please subscribe. Please leave me a positive review from wherever you're listening. If you could leave me some stars on iTunes, I would really appreciate that. And you can share this podcast with anyone you think it might help. Also, if you want to follow me on social media, I go live Mondays at 630 Central for a free card reading on uh, Facebook. And I'm running a contest right now. If you join me for the live and you start a watch party, so when you jump on the live, there's a share button and then it says watch party. Start a watch party, then I will enter your name to win a free reading with me, a free 30-minute card reading, so get in on that. And if you show up for the live and you ask for a card, I will pull a personal card for you as well. Also, if you want to work with me, you can find all of the services that I offer on my website, melissaoatman.com. You can purchase the session directly from my website and then contact me and we will schedule it. All of my sessions are done online through Zoom, so you never have to leave the comfort of your own home. Also, if you would like to purchase my book, you can purchase Beautifully Broken, my story of how I survived divorce and single motherhood. It is available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and Goodreads. And there is an audiobook version also available. All of the links for purchasing those are in the show notes. So you can go directly there and click on those links. And if you want to subscribe to my website, you will receive a free morning and evening meditation as my gift to you for subscribing to my site. 
I want to thank you all for being here with me. As always, I hope you have a beautiful day from wherever you're listening. I am sending you guys so much love and light, and I will talk to you soon. Bye, guys.